So let's start off with the first question, uh, uh, or the question of the episode. It is, what are your character's vices, if any? And it doesn't have to be like drugs or alcohol. It could be like games or, hmm. I don't know, meat. <laughs> you really like you really like a certain kind of meat. You really eat a lot of chocolate. Uh, I'm gonna say Icy Toy Toyga loves a good deal. So he's bought a <laughs> lot of shit he does not need. And also, like, with his, uh, all of his, uh, with his, his branded items, he's definitely gotten just, like, thousands and thousands of, like, one thing just because they're like, oh, if you order, like, 5,000 of these, they're only going to be, like, five copper a piece, you know? And then he was just like, oh, I got I got I have to. So, and that was ball bearings. That is the reason you have 15,000 15, ball, ball bearings. So They sold you them individually wrapped. In yeah. <laughs> but it was a great deal. It was a great deal, dude. I mean, it sounds like it was not. Five copper for one ball bearing? That's like five bucks for a little marble. Okay, well, I, mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I'm, just, I'm just playing with you. Uh, okay, a good deal. I, I know Tortuga also mentioned in the last episode... Uh, something about cigarettes. I don't know if you like. I think you took one out and smoked one or something. Oh yeah, Maybe that's probably that was probably for just uh, comedic effect. But I mean, oh okay, I'm it was on I'm the stakeout. I think I think that. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, that's the main reason I I thought of this question. Yeah, but... I, I, he probably he probably enjoys one. I don't think it's like to the point where he has a like a smoker cough or anything. But yeah, yeah. Total brand cigarettes. <laughs> Total brand cigarettes. That's, that's probably why he started smoking was because he wanted his own brand of cigarettes. Like he actually wasn't a smoker. Yeah, because you know. He really like smoking, but like. Because you know. Stay, why everybody smokes cigarettes. Stay icy To have their cigarettes. own brand. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, Julian, Surya, you got anything? I'm having a lot of trouble thinking of something for Julian. Uh, I think I could go give you another moment. I think. I've been, you know, refining that Surya has not always been a monk. Like, I think her spirituality has been honed more and more in the past, like, few years. But um, I think beforehand, she was not a vegetarian. And I think there's nothing that brings her more satisfaction than just a good burger. Oh, <laughs> she just, like, there's just something about it. And she still gets cravings now and, like, feels guilty about it. But I think in the right circumstances she would still indulge. But she's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I, I think uh, I think her guilty pleasure slash vice is a good burger. <laughs> nice. Okay. My only issue is I'm. I feel like Julian's vices. Like if he has a vice, it's nothing. I I might just have a misunderstanding of the definition of the word vice. Isn't it just basically like what he's hooked on? That's pretty much yeah. the broad definition. I mean, or is there a more, like, negative uh, connotation to it? Well, I guess, like, the connotation I'm sort of thinking on is, like, what do they do when they're stressed? What is, like, a substance or, like, a material thing that they turn to when they are under pressure, when they don't know, when they just need, like, a fucking break from everything? I have to admit, I think Julian might be a bit of a sex addict. <laughs> <laughs> wow! And Holy maybe shit, it doesn't it, always it get to that point. Again? <laughs> maybe it doesn't always uh, get to that point for him. But he's addicted to the chase. 
if he's feeling yeah. like, you know, when shit hits the fan, he's like, I got to go. He's going to just go to a bar and hit on people. Okay. I don't know if All that's, right. that's what I, I was like. I don't know if that's a vice that he's like, cause it's pretty out in the open that he needs to use his charisma in order to feel comfortable. Hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, he's tried to seduce like six different baddies. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's like true. his go-to thing. It's not necessarily, thing. uh, not necessarily an act every time. <laughs> right. Did he think that Baron Plazowitz was a little bit sexy? More than a little. He had those red lips and that lux- luscious br- uh, blonde hair. <laughs> I just right. imagined, I imagined like handsome Squidward, but. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking too. <laughs> Fantastic. Except he's a halfling. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like social interaction, like random social interaction sort of like it, it doesn't sound like ne- necessarily you need like sex but you do need attention you need yeah. attention you know what attention yeah. i think yeah. you just nailed it i think that's every bard that's yeah. another th- reason why i didn't want to be like it's music you know what i mean right. <laughs> well i thought you were gonna say like alanis morissette or something <laughs> <laughs> i guess that would be more of like a guilty pleasure but and how'd you know yeah. all right uh so little recap from last episode you had a sort of a stakeout episode you guys started on the ship tortuga had his dream with uh eventually what he figured out to be the person or thing that is causing the illusory magic in darkmoor you guys staked out the town square in front of the cannery and eventually ended up following Bindle, who went into the forest and came out with a bloody leg, saying he destroyed ten traps. Uh, after that, you went and staked out a trap in the forest, hoping that whoever would has been placing them comes to collect them. You decided to part ways or like split up after uh, like two hours, I think it was. Uh, leaving Tortuga in the forest and Soria and Julian went to the farmhouse to investigate the phrase a diligent farmer has no time to play so uh, we last left off with Julian sleeping toiler in his room upstairs and then the shadow turning to him and then we are first going to start off with Tortuga who just got three arrows shot at the tree that he is in right next to him and the last thing he saw was a mask what do you do uh toy toyga uh because he was just like chilling out i guess smoking his toidal brand cigarettes uh just you know just reminiscing just thinking like you know thinking up some new taglines and stuff uh and then this happens and so he's just gonna be like oh shite and he's just gonna like going back up behind the trees leaning on and pull out his greatsword and uh actually he's gonna pull out his crossbow with his toidal boats bolts <laughs> toidal uh, boilts boilt. <laughs> uh and he's gonna he's gonna like kind of peek around and see if he can see where those came from uh so you you notice the mask the mask uh, appears to be a goat head with uh strange horns do i recognize as like some sort of like religious sort of thing or like a 
cult group or anything like that. Roll a religion check. That is a ten. Yeah, you're not you're not certain. Uh, cool. It doesn't seem good. I'll give you that information. Gotcha. Uh, uh, it doesn't seem like a good aligned god. Yeah, for sure. How far away is this guy? Uh, so you're in a small clearing. I would say they're about twenty feet away from you. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, and as you're looking at the mask, two more of them appear. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And okay. you just hear, There's three of us and one of you. Come with us, or we will be eating turtle tonight. <laughs> I'm just like, just going to start just laughing, just like manically, <laughs> just like some crazy ass like oh, thing. Shit. Just like, <laughs> I, What's so funny? Last time someone said uh, they were about to eat turtle that night, I ate them. <laughs> Catch Terrig, go get him. And the two masks on each side come out of the clearing, and they appear to be large, gray-skinned figures. And they oh. come around the tree, and they point bows at you. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh... I did not know they were that close. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're like 15 feet away from you. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be super roguey. And I'm going to do my toidal slide. And I'm going to slide in between them over, like, I don't know, I think I go like 40 feet or something. Or whatever my speed is when I'm sliding and doing my, my toidal spin on my shell. And I slide and try to hide behind another tree. And then be all stealthy and try to hop between trees and try to see if I can, like, lose them a little bit. Not necessarily lose them, but make them think, like, oh, shit, where'd that guy go? Okay, roll a <laughs> stealth check. 27. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you... Uh, so you quickly slide behind another tree, leaving no trace, because uh, you're, like, ice forms over the land and mm -hmm. you hide behind another tree and they come around the tree that you were at originally and they just kind of like we will find you stop running and come with us we would like to speak what do you want to speak about eh and then i slide to another tree kind of doing like uh this might be a bad reference these days but like the uh the patriot sort of haven't seen it yeah, I, I don't remember well there's a you know there's a scene in the patriot where like it's like Civil War, and he's like just running through the woods and like shooting all the different redcoats and different. It's okay, you know. We'll we'll cut that out too. <laughs> Someone will get it. Someone will get Someone it. Someone will get right. it. Uh, roll another stealth check, please. Fourteen. I'm Im okay. I'm imagining like like you pinballing <laughs> around the tree. Exactly. Like, yeah, I'm dunk, definitely dunk. like dunk 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 dunk. <laughs> like acorns are just like falling. <laughs> <laughs> With a fourteen, that yeah, that one's less stealthy. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah you you kind of have to make a curve because uh, there's like a small boulder in the way uh that would just mess up your trajectory and it's not really something to hide behind so you try to like slide around it mm -hmm. and it doesn't really work because three arrows hit you <gasps> what you take a total of 16 points of damage from the three arrows okay Cool. And they know where you are right now. I'm going to need initiative. All right. 22, natural 20. Nice. Nice. All right, you go first. I'm going to definitely pop one of my uh, turtle, 
flasks that has a potion in it, and I'm going to drink a health potion. Okay, that is your action. Uh, you know what, I'm going to, if that's the whole action, I'm, I'm going to um, do another turtle slide and try to slide a little stealthier so they don't know where, exactly where I am. Okay, roll a stealth check. 26. Nice. Okay, you managed to slide away, uh, like, underneath some brush, and you get away from them for a moment, and you manage to drink your potion. They are going to attempt to track you down, uh, and they cannot find you, but they are getting closer to you. You can just hear them, Come out! We just want to talk, I swear. We won't hurt you if you stop running. Uh, I'm going to hop. I'm going to try to climb into the tree. Uh, I would like an athletics check in addition to that. 13. All right, yeah, you manage to scramble up a tree, uh, and you watch as they just kind of pass underneath you. Sick. Are they are they saying anything? Or are they, like, can I get, like, a better kind of look at, like, who or what they are? You 100% recognize them as orcs. <gasps> oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and they, uh, <laughs> one of them just says, He couldn't have gone far, stay in the area, and fan out. That's not what I wanted. I did not want three orcs. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, if you do want it, you could roll a history check to know what kind of orc it is. But Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't know. Seven. Yeah, that's, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They appear to be tougher than normal orcs. But okay. Do they seem to be evil? Am I getting like a good bad vibe out of them it's not, not a good vibe <laughs> not a very, okay, yeah cool. they have scary masks on okay. and yep. are hunting uh, you down pretty much yeah that's uh yeah that's a that's a bummer uh we are gonna cut back yep. uh tortuga is is hiding in a tree and is just kind of like looking for a way out and we cut back to julian at the top of the stairs, the shadow has just turned to you and looked at you right in the eyes. What do you do? I'm just going <laughs> to close the door and head downstairs to uh, Surya. Surya, did you get him asleep? He is, but his shadow isn't. It saw me. We may not have time. Oh. At least not much. Shit. Well, hold on. And I go to bash in the door. Okay, okay. roll an athletics check. Oh, Nat one, fuck, fucking A. Oh, shit. You pound on the door as hard as you can with your foot, <laughs> and all that happens is a loud noise. Boom! <laughs> oh, oh, my toe, ow, okay. Um, <clears throat> well. I would give it a try, uh, but I, like, raise up my skinny arms. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to fire a sunbolt at the door handle. My hand starts glowing, okay. and I punch it towards the handle, and a flash of light comes out at it. Roll damage. Four radiant damage. Uh, you hit the door. It doesn't appear to be completely broken, but it is taking some damage. Uh, you now hear footsteps upstairs, and then you hear the door open at the top of the stairs. Oh, maybe he wasn't alone. What's going on down here? Who are you? And you hear Toiler's voice. It's Toiler's? Oh, shit. Yeah. Julia, oh, I thought woke you him said... up. Oh, fuck. I'm going to punch another sunbolt at the door. I'm just... Jumps down the stairs. I'm going to whip around and use sleep again on him. 
Okay, he's coming down the stairs. I've got five more damage on the door. Uh, okay, it, it bursts open. As soon as he uh, comes into view, I just pull out a small whistle. Oh, yeah. What? He falls asleep. He falls down the stairs. I'm going to try to catch him. Roll a acrobatics check. I do like a little somersault and nail it. 22. You quickly rush to the stairs and grab him just as his head is about to hit, like the little landing. (sighs) Uh, A few steps up and you just lower him slowly to the ground. And all the meanwhile, the shadow is like inches away from your face. Uh, what's behind the door? Uh, so it looks to be a old furniture storage room. It's cluttered with fine furniture. It, it all appears to be covered in white cloth. There's a few beds here, cots, there's a table and a set of chairs. There's also a few broken planes of glass, like leaning against uh, a large wardrobe. Uh, I'm gonna kind of with a, with a cringe on my face turn to Julian and be like, uh, I don't know just kind of looks like furniture well let's see what's upstairs uh you go upstairs i'm gonna look further into this room keep an eye on this one i'm just gonna without you know causing too much of a ruckus i don't want to wake him again but drag the little uh darkling into the room that suri is inspecting so if he moves she'll see him and then i'm gonna run up the stairs uh and see what's up there that i couldn't see from my original angle so, Julian, you walk up the stairs, and now you see there is a fine chair that sits next to a table with an old set of playing cards on it. It looks like he's playing, like, a one-person game pretty much with the cards. There's actually, like, a lavish, like, a very nice bed for anything that you've seen. Like, it looks like it has intact sheets. There's an actual, like, hay mattress down. Like, it's not super nice, but it's definitely nicer than everything else in that you've seen in the town. There is also a small shrine made of burnt wood uh, that looks like a black dragon with a green gem like in its ribcage chest. Mm. And there are a few things. It's like sitting on top of a silver plate uh, with a few like trinkets. Like it, they look valuable, but they don't look super nice. Huh. Well, I feel like the like it's not money might be a signifier of him not being a very diligent farmer got time to play cards wait a diligent farmer has no time to play though exactly so he's definitely not a diligent farmer are we looking for a diligent farmer or are we looking for not a diligent farmer that's what i'm confused about i mean also don't don't uh put your guys in those don't put your eggs in all of or (laughs) don't put your eggs in only those two baskets (laughs) Fair. Um, there could be other things. Um, I am, I'm going to just yeah. walk downstairs. There was a shrine to what looked like uh, Vasilax, a nice bed, and a deck of cards. Oh, this isn't good, because now he's seen us, and it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot coming through here. Um, but are you looking in Are you looking in the furniture room? Yeah. I, 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 I assumed you were doing that while Julian was upstairs. Yes. Um, should I okay. roll investigation or something? Yeah. Eh, that's a nine. I'm just sort of like looking under the sheets uh, and checking the furniture and looking around the room for anything out of the ordinary. But It all appears to be like usable, nice furniture. You don't really understand why it's... I mean, 
you could maybe guess that Fasilax doesn't want the other Darklings to have this stuff. I see, yeah. And I'm going to look over at the shadow over Toiler. Is it clearly looking at us or following with its gaze, following me around? It hasn't been following you around. It looks like it has always kept its eyes on where Julian is, even through like walls and stuff. Like when he went upstairs, it just like followed him. This is interesting. Well, it just seems like he's storing nice furniture so that the Darkling's quality of life remains lower, which is seems to be a high priority for Fasilax, which is kind of a, uh, well, a dick move, if you personally ask me. Should I try to talk to this shadow? Maybe this gem that Vasilax gave me will allow me to speak with the shadow. It's worth a shot, I suppose. I'm going to walk up to the shadow and pull out the gem. Shadow, do you speak? It doesn't say anything. It just looks at you. Shadow, we're looking for a traitor of Vasilax. We think one of the Darklings may be keeping things for other Darklings that he does not want them to have. A vivid dream has led us here, though we may be wrong. If you can give us any sign that you know something is astray here. The shadow just slowly turns towards the furniture room again. I'm going to just kind of bow my head and then uh, turn back. Surya, something's wrong here, for sure. This shadow is... mm, He seems to be trying to help us find the traitor. I'm going to wink. Uh... We need to, I think we need to search a little more, or at least consider what this room means. I'm going to try to do a investigation of the room, too. Ooh, I rolled a 20. Okay, you are looking around, and you notice through the panes of glass, there appears to be something underneath the wardrobe. It almost looks like small feet in, like, boots. Hmm. Oh, like a person right now hiding under there? Smaller than that. I'm going to, uh, ooh. I'm kind of nervous. I'm going to get down on my hands and knees and uh, look underneath and see if I can get a closer look. I'll be standing right behind him. Uh, There appears to be a small doll on its back with brown rope hair and a simple dress. I'm going to grab it and pull it out from under the wardrobe and stand up to show Surya. You pick it up. And as you're picking it up, you realize there is a string with a small loop on the back. I look up. Should I... I'm going to, like, hook my finger in it. Surya nods her head. I'm just going to pull on the string. It jumps out of your hand, exits the room, and you hear a soft thump. And we look up back to Tortuga. Oh, shit. (laughs) Alright, so the icy toy Toyga, he's going to, uh... I'm going to, uh... Look around. Uh, How close are these guys? Do I have an eye on where they are at all right now? One is maybe five feet away from, like, the tree that you are in. Mm -hmm. If they're making a triangle, you are inside the triangle. So there's one on this side, and then there's another two that are, like, 15 and 20 feet off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I still have... uh, uh, I'm going to assume that I got stuck by the three arrows, right? Yes, yeah, the arrows would still be in, in you. Sweet. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to take them out, try to. Okay, that's not a very quiet thing to do, but... 
Well, yeah, I mean, you can it'd probably, do it. It'd be best for me to try to do it now and try to like muffle my my voice. So if you want to roll a sleight of hand, I'm gonna do Check. it. Sleight of hand. Oh, I got eleven. <laughs> uh, you pull the first two out, mm-hmm. and um, you like barely stifle a groan, and then okay. the last one isn't coming out, mm-hmm. and you are pulling on it as hard as you can. And it snaps. Oh, shit. Okay. And the orc closest to the tree just looks up. Sees me. Ah, oh, looks like we got a monkey turtle. Alright, so I'm gonna... And they all, like, circle into the tree. Or around the tree. Uh, I'm going to jump down and try to just, like, barrel into them. Like, try to push them over so I can try to, like, maybe run away. Again, do another turtle slide. Roll a strength check for me. I got a, a solid 10. You jump down and you try to bowl into them like they're a set of bowling pins. Mm-hmm. And they just grab you. Like one by oh, your shit. neck and two by the bottom of your shell. And uh, one just takes out like a big maul and hits you in the head with it. Oh, shit. Okay. And you are knocked unconscious. Yep. And we will cut back to Julian, Julian and Surya. Julian just rubs his head. Oh, I don't know why. I just have a headache. I'll... Anyway. <laughs> we should probably chase this, right? Surya's already start... out the door. <laughs> like, I'm trying gonna, to see as, as I went. say that to the empty space next to me, I realize that there's like a smoke trail where her feet were. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Yeah. And then I just start running. All right. You follow it. You find it again face down in the entryway. Like, right inside the door of the farmhouse. All right. Shut the door before we do anything else. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I shut the door. I grip its little feet, like, really, really tightly, now anticipating that it could, could possibly move. I'm um, going to pull out a small uh, rope. I have some silk rope. And just tie a piece of rope around one of its arms. <laughs> tiny, tiny little. <laughs> or like around its goes. neck, little collar. Nice. I'm I'm gonna put my finger through the hole on the string behind it and look to Julian for confirmation. I'm gonna nod. I pull the string again. Uh, it comes. It becomes animate and turns to the front farmhouse door and tries to move towards it, but obviously can't. Who are you? Can you communicate? <laughs> <laughs> the string the string just slowly gets sucked back into its back and then it goes limp. Maybe maybe we should okay. follow this. Yeah. How long is your rope? Um let me see. Well, 50 feet. It should be 50. Feet. I have okay, 5 well, of them. Well, so well, oh, okay. So while Julian is like 5, measuring 250 250 feet. <laughs> while Julian is like <laughs> Pulling out the rope and measuring with his body length, with the with you know the length of his arms, like out of my hat. All right, hold on, give me a moment, and I'm gonna go over and I'm gonna like carefully cradle, lift up Toiler, and try and bring him upstairs and uh, place him in his bed, so that maybe he thinks that it was a dream. All right, he rests, and the shadow looks at you the entire time. Um. I'm going to look at the shadow and say, clearly, you can communicate in some form. We are, um, <clears throat> we are, we are just trying to serve Fasilax. 
uh, all hail Fasilax. He he's the greatest. I love your shrine. It's really, it's really great. Um, and stylish. And uh, if you have influence, all right. I've got all the rope uh, <laughs> measured out. Come on down here. All right, hold on. <laughs> if you have any influence over Toiler, which uh, maybe you are all that Toiler is. I'm not sure how you Darklings work because we're new to this land. But very loyal to Fasilax. Uh, again, gotta love that guy. Um. Just try and make him forget that this happened because, you know what, we're, uh, <clears throat> you know, stealth is key. And then I just turn around and close the door behind me on the way down the stairs. I'm going to turn to her because I totally heard everything and be like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's just going to kind of shrug like, yeah, I did my best. Surya, all the while while you were saying that to the shadow, mm-hmm. it just stared at you unsettlingly. Ooh. Uh, I think maybe we should get a a fucking move on. <laughs> I just uh, opened the door, uh, set down now a doll with 250 feet of silk rope attached to it around, like, looped around my arm loosely so I can, like, you know, let lo- let, it, let it out or reel it in as we lose track or catch up with this doll. All right. Uh... So you, I'm assuming you pull the loop again. Mm -hmm. Let's go. You pull the loop, you let go of it with the rope. It appears to be like slightly hampered by the rope. Like it's still heavy compared to a doll. And it walks out the front door, goes down the porch steps, takes a left, and then falls over at the corner of the house. I'm going to reel up the rope as we follow it, pull the string again. And then we'll just kind of repeat this process until it gets to somewhere where we're like, okay, this is new. Mm -hmm. Or someone comes across our path and we have to explain ourselves. Uh, You pull it one more time. It walks uh, along the other edge, goes around the back of the house. And you follow it and it looks like it goes to the cellar door. Mm. Uh, You watch as it just climbs up onto the cellar door falls over onto the two metal doors and then just evaporates into smoke. Oh. Before progressing, Julian's just going to look at Surya and be like, little bard knowledge, cellar door is apparently the most pleasing uh, term. What's the word? What, what am I looking for? Most it's pleasing... the most pleasing phrase in the common language. Open yeah, the doors. Yeah, yeah. Have you <laughs> oh, you've heard that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to help her open the doors. All right. Uh, so yeah as he's like leaning over and like trying to open the doors I'm going to stand there with glowing fists ready to fire off a sunbolt if I need to so we just see the camera from what looks like the bottom of the steps looking up and we just see the two cellar doors at the top open and we see Soria and Julia standing at the top and we will cut back to Tortuga Tortuga, you uh, come back conscious. Mm -hmm. You are, like, not hogtied, but your hands and legs are tied together, and they are slung over a stick. Mm. Uh, On each end of the stick, there appears to be two of these large orcs, and then one of them shortly ahead of them. Mm, You see one of them kind of kicks, like he kicks a tree, a few times, mm-hmm. and then uh, 
you notice... So you are in an area of the forest with... There's a few fallen trees. Like, mm-hmm. just fallen, dead, leafless trees. And you notice as one of the trees that looked to be just connected to a vine was actually connected to a rope. And it pulls up. And beneath the tree is a cave opening. Oh, shit. And they go into the cave opening, and the log shuts behind you. Oh, fuck. Shit. Okay. falls back down behind you. Uh, I'm guessing I'm probably, like, either facing the the front guy or the back guy, right? Yeah, your head is kinda, at the front. Yeah, I'm kind of, like, hanging back. Um, I'm going to... Uh, is there anyone else, like, inside this cave? Or is it just us three right now? You appear to be in a long, smoky tunnel. Ah, you okay. don't see any other people. Okay. Um, I'm going to see if I can kind of pretty chilly, like, since I'm a turtle, I'm guessing I have claws, you know, that I can attack with. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to see if, like, I can, like, kind of, like, cut the rope around my wrists. But... If I do get through it, I'm going to, like, hold on to the stick so that I don't, like, obviously fall off. I'm going to pretend to be, like, asleep still. What do you want to roll for that? Uh, sleight of hand. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll it. Natural 20. Nice. Nice. Oh, fuck. That's what we're talking about. Your feet are still tied together, but you seamlessly, like, you wrap your claws around the rope. Mm-hmm. Or, like, around the stick, and you're holding on by, like, four fingers, and you cut the rope with your pinky claw. Sick. <laughs> and yeah. just, like... With, like, a badass look on your face. This is easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just barely fall onto the, uh, like, now you're just hanging from the stick. Your feet's still okay. tied. Sweet. Okay, so while, since it's, like, <laughs> technically a rope on the stick, right, every time they kind of do, like, a big bump or whatever, right, or they're going over something, mm-hmm. or... I might like jostle on the stick. I'm going to uh, like pretend like it was like that jostle, but I'm gonna slowly get my hands and my feet closer to each other mm. and pretend like it's just like the ropes just like you know sliding on the stick. And but slowly okay. do it so hopefully they don't notice that like I'm awake. It might look weird, but like you know what do they care if I'm uncomfortable? One is definitely facing you doing this. I mean, he's not, like, looking at you in the face. Yeah. It looks like he's looking forward. So I would like you to make a performance check, please. Okay. I can do that. 20. Damn, unnatural. Nice. Okay. Um, An unnatural 20. <laughs> and obviously, like, my head's, like, hanging. I've got my eyes closed. I'm just, like, you know. Yeah. Your feet get... Uh, your feet get close I, I it's it's kind of hard i mean you are a very agile yeah. turtle uh you're still <laughs> maybe a couple a inches okay like you're still a couple inches basically you can cut the rope but yeah. it's going to be very hard for you to like Do it for them not to notice yeah. that's fine yes. that's fine uh are there when we're going down the cave are there other like pads like off to the left or the right or wherever any like dark spots like how is this lit is it just like torches uh, or there are no torches you just see a dull light uh like at the end of the tunnel that gradually gets brighter as you 
Uh, wow, okay. It appears to be a long tunnel. You don't know. There's no, like, branching paths or anything. It just appears to be a long, winding tunnel. Okay, and there's no, like, boulders or anything, or, like, it's just pretty, like, straight. Yeah, just a pretty... It almost looks like it was dug by something. Okay. Gotcha. See, I'm thinking... I'm thinking I'm guessing this probably leads right into the camp, right? That's what I don't want. I don't want to go directly into the camp. So... What I'm going to do, <laughs> this is going to be something else. Okay, so before we get to the end of the tunnel, actually, right when we get to the end of the tunnel, uh, where's this Where's this light located? Is it like up top? Is it really up, up high? It's just at the end of the tunnel. It's not like, like it just seems like a soft glow from maybe a fire, like long in the distance. Gotcha. So some sort of torch probably, right? Sure. Yeah. I also have to ask... Uh, did you open your turtle shell while in the tree to get your potion? Or do you have, like, stuff on you? Like, where's also your sword? Do you keep your sword readily? Sword's, like, readily available. It's probably on, like, a hilt or something of some sort. Or, like, somewhere. So they would have taken that. Yeah, they would have taken that. They would have taken that. They took that. They took anything else you have. So it appears okay. to be the orc that is leading the other two who are carrying you has, like your belt pouch yeah, for sure. full of stuff and then your sword. Yeah. Do any of them do any of them have a, a dagger like in like a, a holster or like anything like that? I'll say the the front carrier has a you can see the hilt of a knife like right on his the front of his hip. Perfect. Okay. So when we get to the end of the tunnel, uh I'm going to basically use my turtle claws slice the the rope on my feet hop down right obviously I'll, I'll fall to the ground hopefully they'll be a little startled I'll tr I'm gonna try to grab the the knife off this guy and throw it at the uh, torch to try to like put it out or hit it off the ground or whatever so that hopefully the tunnel goes completely black so I can try to be stealthy in the night and roguey that's a lot. Okay. <laughs> he's, right. he's a bold dude. So I would first like you to roll, let's say, a, I'm going to say an acrobatics check, just like yeah. for you to cut the rope and grab the knife. Yeah. Oh! That oh, <laughs> one. Natural one. It had to happen. Yeah, it you had, had a couple happen. good rolls there. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I will say, uh, just how Roll20 works, it rolls 2d20s, and it looks like you rolled two natural ones. So no matter what, wow. even if you had advantage, that was still a nat one. Yikes. Yeah. Okay, uh, so this is what's going to happen. Oh my god. You oh managed to cut the rope. No, you don't cut the rope. You cut the stick. Like, you, you quickly slash through the stick. The stick breaks. Your feet are still tied together. The back orc notices you clearly <laughs> you grab the knife from like above you and uh in a panic you throw it at the back orc i will let you make an attack roll please okay uh <laughs> i got another natural one. <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> okay so you throw the knife and it just like sticks in the ceiling <laughs> and the orc behind you looks up to you and just hits you again. 
Okay. Uh, you are actually. I'm gonna actually have you take damage this time. Yeah. You take eight points of damage. Okay. Cool. And you are unconscious again. Awesome. <laughs> and now we will go back to Julian and Surya, who just opened the cellar door. What do we see? Uh, it appears to be a small. You don't really see the whole room, but it appears to be a small, empty basement room. Is at it, the bottom of the stairs? I'm assuming not lit. Like it's very dark. Nope, it is not lit. Soria, you're the only one who can really see into it. I'm gonna. What's down there? We have not talked about this, but I feel like the fact that I can like harness sun energy into my hands and then fire it off. I'm not saying that cast light, but like maybe I can make my hands glow a little bit. I think it is bursts. Like it's not something you can hold on to. Okay. It is something you have to release. Like it, it's like Fair. firebending, yeah. sort of in a, like sure. where you're shooting it. Totally. Um, um, so I'm actually. So you can shoot it. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to take a couple steps down in, and I'm going to fire one at the ceiling. So as you're walking down, you can still see with your dark vision. There appears It appears to be like a small basement. There is a... Uh, it's like 20 feet on the stair sides and 20 feet on the back side, and then 10 feet on each side hmm. of you. Uh, you see a door to the like back left corner of this room. And you see nothing else. And all of this Julian sees quickly with your flash of light. Hmm. I'm going to pull out. I have a lamp. Put a little oil in it. Light it and follow Surya down. And you are both just at the bottom of the stairs? Yes. Yeah. And there's just one door in front of us? Yep. Slightly to the left on the back wall. Okay. Um, I'm going to approach the door and listen at it. Roll a dexterity saving throw, please. Oh, shit. Luckily, I have plus six on that. Sixteen. Uh, you step on what you think is solid ground, but you just go right through it. Oh. And you grab onto the ledge. Oh. And your feet are just hanging down a pit. Uh, Julian, you see her, oh. what looks like her just disappear into the floor. And her fingers just like coming out <laughs> of the floor pretty much. It I'm looks like we've dive. got some illusory magic going on here. <laughs> I'm going to just dive and grab uh, for her wrists and try to pull her up. So her fingers are away from you. Like, they're grabbing the ledge away from you. Oh. Yeah, so you can do that. It's just you don't really know where the pit is either. Um. Okay. Oh, so I went I across. Have... Like, I, I didn't turn yes. around or anything. I see. Okay. Yeah. How, how far, um, like, th does it seem to me like the pit is, like, five feet across or... The pit appears to be five feet across, okay. and then it spans the whole, like the almost width. the whole wall. Sure. Oh, the whole width of the room, the whole 20 feet. Ah, uh, we've got a uh, illusion over a pit situation here. Uh, hold on. I'm going to try and lift myself up onto the other side. Yeah, uh, you don't have to roll for that. You're a strong person. You oh, yeah. lift yourself onto the other side. I'm going to um, pull my 25-foot ladder out. And see if that can bridge across the gap, or if it's still not long enough. Oh, the gap is five feet. Like it's five feet wide. Yeah. So yes, yeah, I you just pull do your that, take a step across, and then put it. It back. hits the back wall and doesn't even like you can't even lay it flat on the ground. I get it. Out of your <laughs> magic just... hat is just a ladder that comes all the way out, and it doesn't even get all the way out. It just sticks into the corner on the opposite side of the room. 
I'm going to just tie a rope to it, tie the rope around my waist, and then jump over the gap. And then untie everything and put the ladder back and just look at Surya. <laughs> what? Safety that was, first. Uh, <laughs> all right. I guess uh, better safe I'm not than... very nimble. Sorry. She's going to... Uh, are, are there any pebbles or anything nearby? Any... Something that I could throw in front of me. Sure. Yeah, there's... there's... There's the always present rock. My my <laughs> my yeah. My favorite my favorite strategy in D and D is is there a rock nearby? <laughs> I'm gonna throw that I, yeah, I, just assume there's a like assume there's a rock nearby. I, I pick up a nearby rock and I kind of gently toss it towards the area in front of the door. Okay, it clatters and hits the door. All right, nothing happens. Uh, I'm going to turn to Julian and kind of like, huh? Might as well. And I slowly, carefully start walking towards the door to try and listen at it. Uh, roll a perception check. Ten. You hear a faint, like, whirring. Just like a faint hum. I am going to say at, like, slightly louder than a regular talking voice, a diligent farmer has no time to play. It echoes once in the room. Nothing happens. I looked at, at Julian this point. I'm going to put my lamp. I'm going to hang it from my uh, small instrument, my lute, just so that if I need to do any magic, I can without having to set my lamp down. Just like attach it to the top of it, you know. Should we try to go in? I nod and put my hand to the door and try and press on it. Uh, the hinges on you are on your side of the door, so they open <laughs> towards you. So nothing happens. I'm gonna press it on the like door and go slightly oh, oh, presses it. Oh shit! Fuck. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try pretend and... like I didn't see that. <laughs> Surya embarrassed, em- embarrassed, goes and grabs the door handle and tries to pull it open. It opens, and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Seventeen. So you open the door. And there appears to just be a black abyss on the other side with stars and they're just swirling and like a face almost starts to come out of it, a fanged snout, and you just like quickly close the door again. Uh, well, shit, that was freaky. What? What did you see? What was in there? Uh, stars that started to form a wolf face? There's some very, very uh, unsettling magic going on here. I wonder why. What's the point of that? Well, this is in... So, Julian... This is in Toiler's cellar. Do you think it's Toiler who is doing this? We should maybe interrogate him before he wakes up. Get some answers. Let's see if there's anything else we can find before we do. Okay. Okay, uh, so Julian, I will say, while when she when Surya opened the door, uh, you just saw, like, you didn't see stars, you didn't see anything stretch out. You just saw what looked like like a black hallway. I'm going to while Surya is like looking around. I'm just gonna kind of walk up to the door, curio- curiosity getting the best of me, and just peek like. Open the door a little bit and peek through. Roll a wisdom saving throw, please. Oh, no! Eight. Oh, God. Okay, so you, like, peek into the door, 
and you just feel yourself slowly opening the door further and further and further and you look into this abyss and something frightens you inside of it what do you see <laughs> i just this isn't what i see but i just the first thing that came to mind is just like a guy breaking a musical instrument and julian would be like no <laughs> but, um, no let's go with that is let's that see okay? that's what you see yeah yeah just like and... a, a loot floating there and julian's like oh that's actually pretty nice and then just like an old guy walks up and just like oh freaking and then just breaks it and looks at me like fuck you uh so the old man snaps the loot over his knee and just slowly no! walks towards you with the two uh, broken pieces of the loot menacingly and uh, Surya you just noticed this black hallway and Julian has opened the door all the way and he is just staring at it paralyzed by why fear. would you do that um, uh, Julian I'm, I'm gonna go and I think sort of putting pieces together here because all I see now is a dark hallway right correct um, I'm going to uh, grab Julian, sort of like comfort hand on his shoulder, and my other hand's gonna go around his eyes. And uh, Julian, you are frightened. By the way, um, it's just, it's just, I'm gonna say it it's just a spell. It it's just a spell. Um, you Julian, he covers your eyes. Instruments with respect. Hmm. I'm sorry, Surya covers your eyes, and you still you don't see the man walking towards you anymore but you feel him like it's like you can feel his presence coming close he's to still you. there and you gonna, close the door i'm sorry i'm just what, gonna what like, did you do surya um i tried to just like calm him down and pull him back a little i guess i'm now going to like intentionally like forcefully but not like you know violently but intentionally put him up against the wall next to it and try and close go and close the door Okay, you close the door. Uh, Julian, you don't feel him walking towards you anymore, but you feel him walking, or like you feel him watching you, and he wants to break your instruments. <laughs> we cannot you are frightened. go into that place. It's just a spell. I'm sure it's just a fear spell. I now understand. I, I, I saw the darkness. Wait. You saw... What did you see? It sounded like... An instrument quick hater? Side, quick side uh, DM question. Would counter charm work against something like that? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember how counter charm works. Do you want to read it? Yes. At sixth level, you gain the ability to use musical notes or words of power to disrupt mind-influencing effects. As an action, you can start a performance that lasts until the end of your next turn. During that time, you and any friendly creatures within 30 feet of you have advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. I will let you... You can play it and make another save, but you'll only get one shot. It's basically like you you get out your loot and you're trying to play some quick music. I'm just going to gonna your pull here. out the loot and on the lowest notes do like a bass solo like... Have like this look of like determination on my face. Okay, roll another wisdom saving throw. And then I just ah, seventeen. Okay. Uh, yeah. As long as you are playing music, you are not frightened. Uh, but every time you stop, do this. Yeah. You're still like weary, 
some part of you knows that as long as if you stop playing music, you will, that man will return. Surya, I can't stop playing, but as long as I do, I'll be okay. Should we venture on with this new found dope motivation soundtrack? She's trying to like (laughs) amp him up. Fuck yeah. He uh, just like plays like a somehow out of nowhere like he's used it's a lute like a lute but out <laughs> somehow just <laughs> like he plays like a little <laughs> badass guitar solo and then continues like the lute playing. Surya's gonna nod, knuckle crack, knuckle crack, open the door. You open the door, you see that same dark hallway. She's gonna turn back to Julian, nod her head, venture on. Julian, you do see the man, uh, but you are not afraid of him. You are like, I'm just going to give him a look of just like, fuck you. Like I've gone up now from like the bass to like the mids on the loot, and I'm just like blasting it now. Hell yeah. Uh, Surya, you lead the way into the hallway. Yeah. As soon as you cross the threshold of the door, you hit your head. On a solid wall. Fuck! And you realize that the hallway is an illusion as well. (laughs) And you just, like, touch the back wall. And there's just, like, a door frame with a door. Well, I just, like, play a final chord. Well, damn it. (laughs) Yeah, the illusion also dissipates for Julian, yeah. Fuck! She's gonna, like, look around... Not know what to do. A is diligent this all a farmer has no time to play. He's gonna shout that <laughs> to the room in frustration again, hoping that it's some sort of keyword. Uh, yeah, it echoes again, once, and nothing happens. I think we should go get what's his name. That's sleeping upstairs. <sighs> yeah. What if his shadow wakes him? This all feels like a setup, and that shadow is the reason why we're down here, and we left it alone with him. Yeah, let's go back. Um, We run, jump over the five-foot thing, close the cellar doors behind us, and try and go back into the house. Uh, You come back into the house, and you find... So I, I suppose from the windows you can see Toiler is staring at the broken door that leads to the furniture room. She's just going to walk in. And irritated, but, like, determined, look at him and say, A diligent farmer has no time to play. Uh, He looks at you confused, and he says, Did you open this door? What is in that room? (laughs) Furniture. You you can see what's in the room. All I see is sheets. (laughs) (laughs) There is clearly furniture under the sheets. They're not floating sheets. <laughs> it's not ghosts I of furniture. Pull, I pull a sheet off of a chair. Yeah, he's right. Okay, Toiler, listen. Did you open this door? This door is off limits. Why did you come in here? Uh Surya's I'll pull gonna, out the necklace. Yeah, yeah. Surya's like just, motioning for him to do that. Uh and she turns back. We are searching for Fasilax for the source of illusory magic. What do you know about it? Because we just saw some things in your cellar that don't look good, Toiler. The cellar door has been locked. By who? I don't know. Nobody's been able to get in. And then he begins to walk out the front door. Surya looks confused at 
Julian and just kind of like tries to communicate like let's just let's just keep on guard and like yeah. walk close behind him. I'll have my whistle like in my sleeve at the ready. And uh, what's the shadow doing? Uh, the shadow appears to be looking wherever Toiler is looking. Uh, this mm-hmm. bastard toying with us. All right, let's. Do you let's just follow, follow us? Him. Yeah, follow? let's follow. Yeah. You follow him to the back cellar, and he pulls it open, and he says, We must tell Fasilax about this at once. You have finally caught the illusionist. Mm-hmm.